Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 89 of the car wash. On today's show, were Chiefs outclassed? Kevin Johnson to leave Al Ahwi and Jelly hits 400 games for Orlando Pirates. Whether you're tuning on in SL Podcast of Serious Today, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Mahi King 96.7 Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, I'm not alone. Please welcome Mr. Deco Modise. Yes, 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 yes. How's things? Things are just peachy, bro. How's things with you? No, I'm just fantastic. Fantastic, my boy. Well, in that essence, let's move on to the probably the best joke you've ever heard in your life. What color can open your vehicle? Kaki. Wow. Kaki. You get it? I've got no words for you. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, are you sure? Usually you laugh at me, but Kaki has a color. No, I'm just that, just that I'm, I'm, I'm just... Amazed. I think things are getting worse. Thank so, you. I yeah. appreciate it, which means I'm doing well. Um, from there, let's move into pole position. Pole position. Pole position is the segment where we ask our fans and our supporters club certain questions and get voice note replies. This week we asked you, was it the defense or attack that left Chiefs down against Sundowns? And this is what you all said. Chiefs from the first whistle, they come with seven defenders. It means it's five defenders plus two defensive. Meaning they were, they were willing not to, to risk. So it means they were defensive the whole day. So I think that was a bad, 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 bad move of Kaiser Chiefs coach. Kaiser Chiefs defense, I won't say that. Defensive. Aye, aye, aye. I think so far, but I like I say against Sundowns. Truly speaking, they played very well. The answer is simple. This was defense because we have too many defenders on the field and they didn't do, they didn't do their job to defend. Uh, yes, the attack, but uh, attack was unfortunately, but uh, the defense was terrible. The only place uh, I played to be defense, there was no communication. That's the only place that cost the game. What Baxter must stop his favoritism when coming to players because what I'm seeing now, this guy is destroying our players one by one. I don't understand, man, Baxter, man. Because that trip's not going anywhere for Baxter. The only place uh, I play to be defense. He was very defensive. I'm disappointed with the defense. Um, and communication also, the goalkeeper is very poor. That uh, that two goals that we considered yesterday it was such a silly goals that we shouldn't have. All right, Tex. Tech, I mean, it's um, you know a mixed bag there. Obviously, a lot of people not happy the fact there are possibly too many defenders in the field um, and we're lacking up front. So I think it's a bit of a mixed bag. I think it's um, after watching the game, I think. Um, Look, Chiefs were unlucky. I think I could have gone either way in the first 45 without a doubt. Uh, and Yango making an absolute pearl of a save, and that's the difference between um, having a world-class keeper in your squad. Um, Tex, attack or defense, or a bit of both? What do you think? Uh, look, I th- or, 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 or were Chiefs completely outclassed? I mean, let's move into the discussion reaction. No, 
No, I don't think so. No, they were not our class to be to be to be honest with you. I think I think Chiefs I think they they look better than um like it's 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 been a while since I've seen Chiefs looking that good. I agree. And 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 I think uh on that day I think they looked very structured, they looked very organized and they 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 had to plan and put personalities according to who the opponents were. Mm. I understand the frustrations from the fans. Um, you want to have more attacking players on the pitch. You want to have this. You want to have that. But also, mm. you 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 want to be defensively solid as well. You want to have your you know you know your structure very well, especially playing against Mamelodi Sundowns. I th- I think his Chiefs had had a good game, and I think they had a good strategy. Um, um, look, Onyango at the end of the day, I think made a difference, and 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 that kept Mamelodi Sundowns in the game. Mm. It helped Mamelodi Sundowns to find a rhythm a little bit and find ways out to, to 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 score goals. And I think the Chiefs had had opportunities to do so as well, whether they sure. had chances or not. And I strongly believe that. Um, Irrespective of the penalty that was missed by Kaiser Chiefs, mm. I think on the day Kaiser Chiefs had a a a, a fantastic game. Mm. It was a fantastic game to watch. Mamelodi Sundowns also. I think Chiefs pushed Mamelodi Sundowns to do better. Mamelodi Sundowns pushed Chiefs to do better. So both mm. teams were pushing each other. And uh, for me, it was a great game to watch. Um, irrespective of the scoreline. Yeah, and, and as a, as a Chiefs fan, uh, as a neutral, or, or the the fans out there. What can you pinpoint to say? Well, look at this as a positive compared to last season. I mean, what what has Baxter got Chiefs doing that possibly didn't happen last season? Is is it all confidence? Is um, um, what would you say is the most exciting thing about Chiefs at the moment? I think the most exciting thing in the Kaiser Chiefs camp, um, I think, is the belief. Mm. One, I'll tell you that uh, when they walk onto the pitch, you can tell. You can see the confidence. You can see how they walk their postures. It's very different from how they were last season. And and for me, those are signs. Like um, I, I I I look at those type of things, and and that actually gives me an idea what type of game I'll be watching then. Mm. And uh, you 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 also um, uh, for 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 what I can say to to the Chiefs fans is is you 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 want to build a very strong team you want to like for instance if you want to build a house you need to, you need to build a very strong foundation sure and this is what the other coach is trying to do with the team defensively Kaiser Chiefs has been struggling for a couple of years he's trying yeah. to have that defensive solidness mm-hmm. and once that is figured out and then you 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 can you can really start focusing on 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 certain things and I think you 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 get in there's no better test than playing against Mamelodi Sundowns and see how defensively structured you are or how strong you are. Because I honestly feel that there's a lot of players that played well that day, especially for Kaiser Chiefs. That you, you've got Blom, who had an exceptional game on the right back, who is not a right back. Yeah. By the way, started as, as, as a central midfielder and changed accordingly when subs were made, and then he went back to the right back. Yet, you had the type of versatility, and of course, you have Mamelodi Sundowns players as well that uh, that mm. dominated the midfield, that bossed it off. But it was like a, a, a nice battle to see but like I said that that strong foundation I think there's a lot of positive that KZ Chiefs fans can take from this and I'm mm. sure that the players themselves and the technical staff they've, they've, they've looked at the positive and trying to build on it and I think as a KZ Chiefs fan if you want to win certain things don't focus on one game Mamelodi Sundowns game it's not a it's not a championship decider 
Yeah, and I agree. Yeah. Um, Keegan Dolly's progress. Are you happy the way he's coming on? No, look, I'm. I'm. I'm I, to, to be honest with you, I still need to give Keegan time mm. to readjust into the league and to find his fit, to find his fitness as well, and 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 to to understand where exactly uh, his strength are because it's been a while since I've seen Keegan Dolly. Even when he comes to the national team, he plays as a winger, half winger. So I need to really, really, really study him and figure out what he plays. But 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 I think he brings a different dimension into the team. So it'll be very interesting to see him and Label playing as those creative midfielders. Yes, and I think yes, yes. yeah. So but also it compromises um, um, the midfield defensively. Yes. So 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 I think for them to be on the same pitch. At the same time, they, they need to be also doing their defensive duties. Otherwise, one needs to sit out, and and it's and it's up to them for 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 uh, to make it work, to coexist in the same team, and be productive at the same time. So, yeah, well said. And just um, just in terms of what we spoke about last week, is this another sign of seeing the current Sundown squad not the? Um, and say you can say world class, but certainly a powerhouse of a team that we witnessed over the last few seasons. Is this another suggestion that they did not completely outplay Chiefs? And just remember now, this is a, a, a Chiefs team that is rebuilding. Um, mm. Is this another sign that Sundowns isn't that powerhouse that we've come to know? I think I think it'll be it'll be it'll be very sad if Sundowns uh, completely started dominating at the PSO. Mm. Uh, again, and then that would have that would be telling us that other teams are not improving, other teams mm. are not getting stronger, and 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 this is a sign that actually tells you that it's going to be a tough season, not only mm. for Sundowns but for everybody involved. And the teams are getting better, players are getting better. Uh, the competition now becomes it becomes tougher now, and mm. uh, and it's and 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 it's nice to see early on as to who's who. Mm. Some 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 may say that the season is still young. You know, still it's too early to tell. But uh, we've seen the movie where the season starts when the team is number sixteen and it ends there. Sure. For the rest of the season, and we've sure. seen we've seen especially in the PSL. <laughs> yeah, we've seen also where 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 where, where Kaiser Chiefs were number one on the log the whole season until the last day of the season. Yeah. So we, we we've we've seen we've seen uh, a certain moments where things can change. But I, I'm 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 just saying that. I think Sundowns also, as much as they're trying to find their feet, as much as they're trying to do things differently, yeah. other teams are getting stronger. And I think, and I think Sundowns are aware of that, that other teams are getting stronger. But what 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 you can also rely on is is is, and I think the coaches will would would be would be happy if that happens. Is when things are tough, your your experience and quality will show. Yes. And 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 I think when you have that in abundance, mm. it gives you an edge. It gives you an advantage. But there's no need to have so many quality players, and then and then they can't perform. Yeah. So 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 now with all the players that I've been given opportunity now, especially to play, is is is, is have a pool of players that are ready to play when things are tough. We all know how things get mm. in the second round, and then you have a you know a number of players that you can pull from and be able to use. Yeah, 100%. And just quickly, as touch on, there's been a few things in the news about Kaiser Chiefs needing another striker, um, but unable to do that unless they offload a current uh, foreign spot to, uh, if they needed to go foreign, because I, I can't see anything local that mm. is available and on a free. Um, having said that yesterday, um, whether it's confirmed or not that Castro will be back at the end of September, 
um, to start training with the team. So that in effect would fall away. Um, if Castro wasn't available, would you be concerned up front for Chiefs? Look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that concerned up front for Chiefs. Um, I think you you. You have players that can occupy that type of a position, but but it's just that it, it it I think it goes down to the coach as to how he wants to use his players or what what mm. what what kind of formation that he wants to use because you still you're still trying to buy a striker you still have Kama that hasn't scored for you mm. you 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 have Nokovic that is not uh, at his best right now he's still trying to find himself mm. you've got Kikin Dolly that is capable of scoring and he's still new in the team trying to mm. gel with the team you've got Lebo Manyama that scores gives you at, at, at best when he's at his, at his best he gives you 8 to 10 goals a season that's yeah. just come back from injury so he's going to need time to readjust into the team mm. so, the, so there's a lot of things that you need to consider before you can think that a striker is the solution into his things because yeah. it's not about KZ Chiefs not scoring goals it's KZ Chiefs conceding goals yeah Yes. So, so, so a striker is not gonna is not gonna solve that problem. And yeah. and and I remember, um, 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 I think a headline says, uh, "Money thrown in is not gonna solve the Chiefs' issues." I think yeah, I remember straight, straight backs to say that. Yeah, I think straight backs to say that. So I, I don't think now it's 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 the striker's issue because now when you're saying that you need a striker, which you say Nokovic is not gonna cut it. Yeah. Then let, you know, but it's just for me, it's it's finding players still gonna find themselves, and once you have that camaraderie and, and that fluidity within the team, things will start falling into place and you you see players contributing positively as to into the results. But now it's just because KZ Chiefs are winning too many games or consistent like that. So you're thinking of, oh, we need a striker, but you're forgetting that you, every game that you're playing, you're conceding. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point. It's possibly the defence that needs to be looked at or uh, there's certainly enough quality around the field for, for this to be a championship team in my opinion so yeah. um, certainly exciting things to come there's just some quick reactions uh, takes a Pirates for Swallows Pirates winning a, an important uh, local derby uh, Soweto derby massive result for Pirates um, I, I think if they lost that one there would be more changes in the, in the coaching room for sure um, you know, just to go on what Farlu was saying, um, you know, they're in the process of trying to fix the team and most important, the performance. If they can perform this way as they did with more fluidity in their attack, more domination from the start to finish and be able to do it for a certain period, that would be good. So talking about the inconsistency in the parts and possibly the loss of um, what identity we've spoken about, um, a little bit of a different Pirates team, a bit more uh, compact, a bit more what's the word, positive uh, in terms of where they play, but again, Swallows weren't on their best. Uh, how did you see that team? How do you see that uh, game? Sorry. Look, no, no, not many people impressed as 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 to how Orlando Pirates played. And, mm. and I get I, and I get when the coach comes out and, and, and speak positiveness into the team. I get that because that's what you want. You want also when your players hear those type of statements, they can say, okay, guys, we, we get in there. No. Yeah. Um, look, there's, there's, there's still an identity crisis that still needs to be sorted out. Yes. Not 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 necessarily the team, but the players themselves. You know, they, yeah. they, 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 there's a lot of players that needs to come out of their shells and be able to start performing for the club. And uh, and 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 from that, I think you you have you know a lot of individuals that are good. And then you try and find and build a team around them. But I still feel like there's there's a lot of changes that that's happening. Yes, it was exciting. There's new faces. But with yeah. those new faces, we still want to check who's who. Yeah. You know, the results are not guaranteed. But yes, they won an important game, came back, 
into 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 the winning ways and 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 also you you did it with a team that actually gives you so much stress mm-hmm. you know to yeah. win against so so i think if that's a positive that you can take that's 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 the positive that you can take from that game and also the bravery of the coach giving new players an opportunity that have, not necessarily new players but players that have been given a chance to play and yeah. in such an important game i think that's that's the positive i think that will work that will work uh, in their favor going forward I agree. Yeah, a brave move uh, from both coaches. So hopefully that's more bravery to come. And a Brandon Truter, you know, he, he wasn't pleased, especially in the offensive play. They didn't create enough chances, um, and they weren't uh, creative enough, I would say. But um, draw specialists. We, I think we did call it a draw, didn't we? I can't remember. But anyway, three points. No, that's the Pirates was going to win. Did you say? Did you yes. Say? Uh, I, think I, I think I called the draw. Um, Amazulu versus SuperSports. Um, is this a, we, we saw Benny going off his rocker? Um, is this pressure tackle? Um, is this what pressure does to a coach at that level? I mean, we know Benny is I wouldn't say a hothead, but you know he's going he's outspoken. He, he speaks his truth and whatnot. But he really went off. Do you think that's a bit of pressure showing in the camp? I think um, it's one win out of the last nine games for for Amazon. Just to put in context. Yeah, I don't. I don't look. I think every coach. Um, um, is under pressure to perform to do well, mm. and I think there's 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 especially with uh, with with what Amazulu has done last year. I think the expectation, yeah. the stakes are a little bit higher this time around, and yeah. uh, and 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 people now need to step up a little bit. You know, you, you can't come back with the same performance as last season. You need to step yeah. up a little bit, and 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 of course, sometimes you because you in the game. I think Benny, he's he's that kind of a coach that is involved is in the game. Mm-hmm. And 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 of course, there's because you're so emotionally attached to it. You know, you know, you're not gonna say things or do things that are that you can look back and say, "I'm I'm, I'm proud of that." You, you're gonna do a mistake, you know. And, yeah. and and this is part of the game. This is what the game is. You're gonna you're gonna do a mistake, but 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 your intentions was not to do so. Mm. You know, because you, because at the end of the day, you want to win. And and I think Benny is a winner. He wants to win. And I strongly I, and and Sean, I, I'm not condoning that. But I, I but I also want to say to 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 South African fans, I think we need to allow coaches to be themselves. Agreed. I think I think we need to allow coaches to be very expressive because once we we still have South Africans that are that that love Jose Mourinho because of how expressive he is, and we yeah. can't allow our own coach to be so. So I think we need to allow that space for us to grow in football, for that space to grow. We need yeah. to allow such coaches to be very expressive as, as to how they feel because they, 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 their jobs are on the line. Yeah. Are you, you saying know? we need more Mushin Etrigals out there? <laughs> I, I think we, 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 need, we need more coaches. Yeah, but yeah, Mushin to tap away. But we, we, need, we need coaches, not, not, not necessarily coaches that have balls, but coaches that have character. Coaches yes, that have, yes, you yes. know, that that, that, gives, that gives the game something, you know, because yes. at the end of the day, when you do your post-match, you're not doing your post-match for the interview, you're doing your post-match for the fans. You want the fans yeah. to understand how the game went. Yeah. And when you when you when you when you frustrated, you want your fans to see and react to your frustrations. It shows that you care, you know. So we need to allow those type of spaces to to exist. We need to allow those type of personalities to exist because football yeah. is visitor. So we, we we can't be sanctioning people because they said something. Because at the end of the day, if, if if you look at it, like how many years we've been complaining about the referees and the referees have got yeah. no accountability. Yeah. Nobody had nobody from the referee has come and said, "Hey guys, sorry man, you know you remember last week we were wrong there, and we yeah. we like to apologize." Yeah. 
Yeah. At that time, the coach is fired. The players are getting fired. The players are not playing. Players are not yeah. getting paid. So there's a lot of accountability that needs to be done. So allow the coaches to express themselves as long as they they do that within the rules of the PSL. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree. Um, we need a bit more character in the PSL in general after yeah. the negativity that's been happening in terms of purchasing teams and whatnot. Um, onto a happier note as well. Happy Jelly making 400 appearances for Orlando Pirates. Um, a lot of people are backing him to make 500. I'm not convinced about that, especially if he's on a year-to-year contract. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you, do you know who's second to Happy in terms of appearances for Pirates? Um, I think uh, right now, or in, in, in all-time appearances, Yeah, I think it's William O'Farrell. Yes, well done. Well done. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah well done. Um, I mean, yeah, Happy, the epitome of a captain, the epitome of a, a, a true professional, um, lovely guy off the field as well, beautiful family, it couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Yeah, um, man. Do you think he'll reach for 500? No. I'll, 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 no. <laughs> no, like, I would love that to happen. Yeah, but but the reality is he doesn't play thirty games a season yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. So 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 for him to get to that, it's gonna take him three years, four years. Yeah, yeah, four years, and and we know how South Africa is when when you reach a session age, you know you're not you're not being played not because of you know good. It's just that you're thirty four. Nobody wants to play you because you're thirty four, not because you're not good. But yeah. I strongly believe that that this the achievement that he is you know that that's that he finds himself in i think not many players can be can can especially from big clubs like colonna paris you need to survive mm. that long mm. and 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 to be able to be received in this way i think that's wonderful and i think um i i i truly believe that he wasn't playing probably maybe to see to find himself as the most appear uh, uh the player with the most appearances mm. but he gave himself he gave everything to the club and 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 i strongly believe that the club will do so when when the time is right and yeah. all it all all happy needs to do now is is, is just co- continue going back to doing what you love which is playing football whenever you need it be ready and and stay injury free and help the team to succeed 100 yeah, so. uh, percent pirates was his first club right did he come through the, the ranks yeah no he, he came from this uh you remember coca-cola what what coca-cola yes, okay stuff yeah we found him on the freeway then one <laughs> he was busy hiking coming to job for trials We're like hey, come this side why not? and look how dreams can come true unbelievable yeah, so i'm happy for happy see what i did there yeah um from there, we move on to the international news desk. And we are joined by Soccer Lagoon's legendary international news correspondent, Mr. Kurt Buckerfield. Curtie boy, how are you? I'm good, Shawnee boy, how are you? Um, world hey, hey, Kurt, how are you, Chief? Good, good, good. Nice to nice to hear from you guys. Yeah, and you, my bud. A couple of surprising results in the UEFA Champions League. Um, do you want to touch us on that, please, my pal? Um, well, of course, we'll start with that Manchester United game. Sure. Um, I, I'm not sure if you guys watched it, but very, very underwhelming performance. Um, very poor performance. I've had an issue with the right back Aaron Wambasaka for a long time now I don't think that he's good enough to play for uh, a Premier League side let alone a Champions League side mm. so um, yeah disappointed with his red card obviously which changed the game United have you, at that have, point, you, have you voiced your opinion to Man United of your dislike for him 
I have been in contact with them. <laughs> um, no, I've, you know, like just watching him, um, he doesn't really pass the eye test. And I know that some players, uh, you get anomalies like anomalies, sorry, like players like uh, Mikhail Antonio at West Ham, who doesn't really look like a footballer, but mm. he scores goals and he's effective yeah. as. That's the job. Yeah. Um, so you get those kinds of players, but Aaron Wan-Bissaka, unfortunately, doesn't really contribute much elsewhere. I know a lot of people will say, well, he's solid defensively. Um, I was looking at stats yesterday um, to... Uh, stats don't lie, Kurt. Stats don't lie. My, my yes. fury. And I think he's uh, made three tackles in five games this season. Um, yeah. And he doesn't progress the ball. He doesn't go forward with it. He's not really a good attacking and attacking outlet. Um, so I'm just not really sure what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer sees in him. Um, but anyway, this is turning into, you know, um, a, a rant. But it was a poor performance. United were very, very poor after getting a red card. Um, I'm not sure why Solskjaer tried to, you know, close the game up at halftime already. Um, that was always going to be difficult, especially um, in front of an away crowd. Um, so yeah, that was a big shock defeat then. Bayern beating Barcelona 3-0. That's mm. less shocking, of course. Sure. Um, yes. Today. Sure. And then I think the other standout fixtures um, were Wednesday night's games. PS, uh, PSG's one-all draw with Club Bruges. That's that unbelievable, was the, right? That was the game I decided to watch. Yeah, I was watching that as well. And, uh, oh, Teko, what did you think? I thought it was... I think Very Bruce. Good. Yeah, I think Club Bruce had a had a proper game plan, and and I think most of the time PSG was struggling to find themselves. Yeah, I think there's there's I think there's a lot of players that's still trying to figure out how to play with Messi in the team. I think they knew how they know how to play with Neymar, mm. but they're struggling to find how to play with Messi because he was playing out wide on the right hand side. For me, it's not effective. If you want to find Messi, my, my friend, create a position where he's free and, and he mm. does what he does. Yeah. But also is, you also don't want to do that by also depleting the structure of the team. So I think, but I think also they needed this game, you know, to realize that, hey guys, we're actually not, we, we've got yeah. good, good players, but we're not performing very well. So exactly. We yeah. It looked like um, every PSG fan's worst nightmare where you have a team full of superstars, but zero co- cohesion. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah. You have such great players on that field. Of course, the big ones, Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe and Neymar. And it looked like they had never kicked a ball with one another. Yeah, um, yeah. But that said, it was just their first game. Um, and Club Bruges played really well. You can see that they had a game plan, like you just said. And uh, they pulled it off. So, yeah, um, very underwhelming performance from PSG. At the midfield pressing, it was a weird game. Very weird performance from a... a Pochettino coached side. Usually his sides have such energy um, and don't stop running for 90 minutes. But there were times where it was very static. Everybody was standing still. Um, Teko, I think you'll remember as the game progressed, Messi was having to come into midfield, into deep areas in midfield to try and make something happen. Yeah, Um, yeah. And nobody was moving. That left back looked good when he came on. That youngster, Nuno Mendes. Yeah, the young yeah. He was really good. But then, um, yeah, what was your reaction to the to the City game? 6-3? Uh, Sean? Yeah, I didn't see the game, Curti, to be honest. Um, but to concede three goals is a bit concerning either way. But obviously <laughs> to score six. Um, I think Jack Grealish got in the score sheet as well. First Champions League goal. So, yeah, I think scoring six is... Um, 
is, is next level, but to concede three. Uh, and the game was at home, right? At uh, home game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Great results. But again, to concede three is, is a bit, uh, I wouldn't say concerning, just a bit bizarre. If you're scoring six, why are you conceding three, right? Yeah, and that was um, Grealish's first ever Champions League game wow. at uh, 26 years old. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw how Pep was giving him an absolute scolding and Mares for really? a lack of defensive work. Um, yeah, you just I go saw find that. those pictures. It's they're yeah, amazing. Yeah, I saw that. I saw um, it. was just typical Pep. But then uh, Liverpool beat AC Milan three-two. Yes. Jordan Henderson winner. Um, I think they came back. Yeah, they were two-one down at the stage, and they wow. came back to win that. Then. Real Madrid with a, a late win over Inter Milan. Yeah. Eduardo Camavinga getting an assist there um, in his first Champions League game. And that was um, away, I think. Away at home, yeah. I think the goal oh. came in the 89th minute or the 90th minute. Wow. Um, Dortmund with a 2-1 win over Besiktas. I watched a bit of that game. Um, Jude Bellingham became the youngest uh, player to score in consecutive Champions League games, breaking wow. Kylian Mbappe's record, and the youngest player to score in, a, in an away Champions League game. Um, Kurt, I just, I just want to ask a question. Did, did you watch that game? Because I, I strongly bits of it, yes. Because I feel like Dortmund has, you know, every signs that this is a team that actually can go all the way. Why? Why are they failing to make the finals with such a great team with such energy? Because I watched a little bit of them, you know, because uh, because they play very good football. They've got, you know, the yeah. energies are very high. Holland is, Holland is crazy, and 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 that Bellingham boy in the midfield, you know, the team the team looks solid. So why aren't they? Why aren't they able to to, you know, to get the best results in terms of the Champions League? And, and I think they struggle to keep that intensity up throughout a season. Yeah. I think. Dortmund are very, you know, very, very inconsistent. And this is the way they've been since Klopp left, since Tuchel left. Um, they they can't keep up that level of intensity and energy from August until May. Um, they go through these periods of, of losing games that should be winning in the Bundesliga. Um, and maybe that's also a takeoff because, you know, a lot of these guys that they rely on, Erling Haaland, Jude Bellingham, these guys are 18 and, and 20 years old, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's... It's insane. Yeah, you've of course got Marco Royce and you've got Mats Hummels and you've got these experienced guys around them. But the key performers for Dortmund, the guy who win their matches, uh, the guys who win their matches at least, are really young. Um, and I think that to demand like that level of consistency over yeah. nine months or whatever is just... Yeah, it's, it's hard. And I don't think that... You'll, you'll see a team like Dortmund winning the Champions League because when you get to those knockout rounds, when it gets to the quarterfinals and semifinals, it comes down to know-how and experience. Um, and that's where they probably fall slightly short. But it's very entertaining. And yeah. uh, that Jude Bellingham kid, who's 18 years old. That boy. Um, oh, he's just phenomenal. And, you know, he's already playing for England. I think he probably should have a bigger role on that side. If we remember, guys, he he had his jersey number retired at Birmingham when he left for Dortmund last year. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Dude. Um, which is pretty crazy. I, I even asked myself, well, who's this boy? Dude, <laughs> that is ridiculous. No, he's really, really good. But no, an entertaining uh, week of of football, guys. Yeah, I mean, let's be, move on before you start. Paints their coat over Jude Bellingham. Um, <laughs> so South Africa. 
has thrown in their hat or thrown their hat in the ring to host the 2021 FIFA World Cup in December. Um, this comes after Japan has dropped their commitment to host the global tournament because of COVID-19 pandemic, having staged the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games, which is very bizarre. Um, Danny Jordan has now confirmed this, which means if they do host it, I think I think Sundowns automatically qualify, right? Yes. Yeah, so the Club World Cup, it's obviously a knockout tournament and it's mm. seven teams, six continental champions. Um, so like the Champions League winners, the, mm. the UEFA Champions League winners, um, the CAF Champions League winners, and then you'll get the host nations league winners. So of course, in this case, it would be Sundowns. Um, yep. Not really sure of the status right now. The story came out a few days ago. Um, I did reach out to Safa to try and get a comment, got nothing back, but it looks like Danny Jordan is going to be speaking to a few people um, and, and they're going to try is, and make but, this work. And, and this is while he's under severe investigation from the whole time. I know. Um, so look, it's, it's, it's an exciting um, opportunity, I think. Uh, most fans in South Africa would love to see it happen, but yeah. I'm just confused as to, you know, will this will the the stadiums allow for full venues um i'm not really sure um don't be confused Kurt. don't be confused yeah but look it's exciting i'd love to see it happen of course <laughs> um Kurt's yeah confused. Kurt's angry and confused constantly being a united yeah. fan that's the life guys i mean yeah that's yeah, yeah. but uh, that's we love having you on Kurt, but you also love having to say goodbye to you because we've just had enough. Fair enough, Sean. But thank you, boy. <laughs> Cheers, you guys. We'll see you next thanks, week. Thanks, Katie. See you. Take. Uh, I just want to touch on Fulpo uh, Kekana, his situation, Sundowns. Um, you know, literally um, the past 18 months, or 18 months ago, or a year ago, he, you know, he's a, he's a club legend. He still is a club legend. He's a hero. And now, I wouldn't say they want him out, but certainly I think he still feels that he's got um, more... Uh, kilometers in his legs to play another season or two which is not going to happen at Sundance. So take a what would you do in this situation um, whereas and, and you could probably answer the question because this possibly happened to you. Um, he's been offered apparently an ambassadorial role at, at Sundance which he feels he doesn't want to take at the moment because he wants to go play for another season or two but that, that offer may not be there in the next year or two. So what would you do as Lombo? You've, you've sort of achieved everything there is to achieve in the local game. Um, you've probably earned the money you want to earn in the local game, but your fire and passion is still to play, but you've now got a long-term vision and goal or a job in front of you, which we've spoken about at length, but you know, the, the transition from playing to not playing and how hard it is for players to, to get a job in the inverted commas normal world. Uh, he has an offer now from Sundance, um, from what we've heard allegedly, um, but he still wants to play. Teko, what would you do in this situation? Would you look after your future, i.e. take an ambassadorial role in at Memelodi Sundance, where you've been the last 10 seasons, or would you go follow your dream a bit more and go play? Look, I would, I would. It's a big question. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and it's just that, Sean, it, it, it also depends on, on, on the person's character. Yeah, uh, person involved because personally, for me, I would I, I I would never you know advise anybody to retire just because somebody said so. I think one should retire when they're ready and when they're happy to do so. Because um, that's um, a great answer. Um, 
because af- after that you, you can't take it back it's it's no longer the same and when you come in into the professional setup nobody tells you or gives you that time that this is your time for you to come in so when you retire don't allow anybody to tell you otherwise and yeah. secondly I, I feel like you need to play as much as you can until you feel like you can no longer do yeah irrespective of where you want to play because there's 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 a lot of people that retired when they thought they were ready and uh, post retirement you know there's there's there's, there's stress the stress that comes with that because you're no longer earning the same salary that you were earning. Of course, you know, you, of course. Now, now, now you 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 can't rely on talent. Yes. Now you have to actually start working. You know, put in the work. Yeah. And and that's what I said in the beginning that it actually depends on the character of the person. So for me to to a person that actually I played with for such a long time and I won so many trophies with him, I would say, play until you feel like you no longer want to play irrespective of where you want to play and and if 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 what's meant for you will come to you Mm. what is meant for you will be there of course you know the the universe right exactly so so for me it's 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 it's, what's important is happiness because i've i've always said that i want to i want to be in an environment where it's 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 it's, my sanity is intact i'm happy and i'm at peace if if something that disturbs those things, I'm I won't be part of that. And and I strongly believe that I I I I wanted to play more because I wanted to find myself and I wanted to find my sanity and peace. And once that was done, mm-hmm. I was I was the first one to actually raise my hand and say I retire. I didn't wait for anybody to tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I made my choice long time ago that once I find my sanity and peace, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Not because of, 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 of you you want certain things or you've got no desire anymore. I always had a desire. You can go, we can go back and get the stats of my last season at the Cape Town City. The stats. Yeah, my desire was always there, but but it also it's 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 now you're getting interest in certain things. You're you're you you mm. mature, you grow, now you find you you're looking at football differently than, than you were as a youngster. And I strongly feel like, you know, some people can can push as long as you want to because hey, it's tough out here. It's not easy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast yesterday called The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. He is an ex NFL player, just listen to it. Um and he was saying, growing up, they never, his parents never celebrated his birthday. And when he got to 12 or 13, 14, he started asking, like, Mom, Dad, do you not love me anymore? It's a story. He says, no, no, no. He says, we made the decision, the minute you put a number on the years that you're growing up is the, is the minute you start limiting yourself in life. Mm. So we, we never want to limit you to your age. And um, he obviously went on and continued to uh, uh, attract great things in his life. So I think, with Kikana being 35, 36, whatever he is, I mean, it's just a number, right? Um, he, he's, he's top class, in my opinion. If he wants to go play, he must go play. And, and the race will take care of itself. Yeah, no, no. He needs, he needs to play until he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, his legs doesn't. He needs to play until he's satisfied. And I think he's satisfied Correct. right now. Correct. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, just a quick one. Um, when Percy Tao signed for Al Ahly, there was no sign of Kevin Johnson and reports this week saying that Kevin Johnson's actually left Al Ahly, allegedly left Al Ahly. Um, take your ear to the ground. Have you heard anything? And if so, where do you think you would fit in back in the PSL if the PSL was for him to come back? Look, you, one would think if, 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 if the rumors are true, you look, looking at uh, Kevin Johnson, you probably want to be around your family more. Sure. And, and 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 also the the, the, the just the bark of being of being the head coach mm. 
you know that that those responsibilities i think that drives you you know the pressure and all the type of stuff so uh, probably maybe that would be one reason that why you would want to come back mm-hmm. and and the guy just won champions league guys you know yeah. so he's nice Give yeah and 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 i think within the south african structure there's there's a lot of there's a lot of there's we need his expertise we, we need his brain we we need such coaches like this and 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 him being back i think it creates a little bit of excitement as uh, as much as a little bit of pressure on 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 so many coaches that are not doing well mm-hmm. so so him being available i think it it, it is going to be very exciting to see so i just hope that if it it's whatever happens you know it's it's done on a good term yeah i agree uh, i like kevin as a person as well i think he's a good coach um, yeah. he's got a good eye for talent so yeah let's hope we see him back on our shores asap um let's move on to place your bets couple of crackers coming up this weekend teko um swallows coming off a loss against super sports united is coming off a frustrating draw i see another draw in that where do you see the game takes uh look do you reckon swallows will draw again that's all they do bud uh i'll give them an opportunity to win against united super sports united yeah okay you're going for a swallows win uh okay interesting aiden make sure you're writing these down please um <laughs> Arrows, Amazulu, uh, Durban, Derby. Um, Amazulu, as we just said, coming off a frustrating draw. Um, oof, Arrows, a toughie. Um, I'm going for another draw. I'll go for, for, for Amazulu. Victor. Yeah, because um, Benny always finds ways how to, to come back. back. Yeah, to bounce back. So I think he'll he'll drill that in, in his players, especially this week. I know that there'll there'll be a lot of changes because yes. he'll be un- very unhappy. But but I think he's he wants to bounce back and he'll do everything that he can, especially against Golden Arrows. Yeah, I think we spoke last week how tough a game Arrows is away for any team really. Um, so yeah, that'll be a cracker. Uh, EPL English Premier League. Big, big London derby. Tottenham versus Chelsea. Tottenham coming off uh, an embarrassing loss to another London derby last week against uh, Crystal Palace. Um, Chelsea on form. Uh, Tottenham at home. I'm going for a two-all draw. What are you going for, Tex? Okay, Tottenham versus Chelsea. Uh, I, I give I give Tottenham just uh, a narrow win. Hmm. Because I I strongly believe uh, as much as Chelsea have assembled you know good squad and all that stuff they've got a big mm. boy up front I think Tottenham have a big boy also up front mm. and um, I think it's going to be one of those games of transition open game for you defend this way you defend the other way as well so but I think you know um, Tottenham can actually you know calm things down especially from the Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur. You're going for a Tottenham win? Yes. Big one. Um, another big game. Palace coming off a great win against Tottenham, as I just said, against Liverpool, who are on a high off the Champions League win. Um, I think Liverpool too strong for this one. What do you think, Tex? Yeah, Crystal Palace. Molus, Mosala. Mahomes. Mahomes, Salah. I agree. Then we move on to this week. 
in football history. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week in 2007, Swedish icon Zlatan Ibrahimovic made his 100th Serie A appearance spread out over two different teams. That was, of course, Juventus and then Inter Milan. On 18th of September in 1976, future Galactico and Brazilian star striker Ronaldo Luis Nazario de Lima, more simply known as Ronaldo, was born in Rio de Janeiro. R9 went on to have an illustrious career spanning 18 years, scoring 309 goals for club and country and winning countless trophies and individual awards, including three Ballon d'Ors. What a player he was. Um, and on the 20th September 2007, Chelsea manager Jose Mourinho left the club by inverted commas mutual consent. The move was unexpected and reportedly was precipitated by confrontations between Mourinho and club owner Roman Abramovich. That was your football in history. So cool just going back in the years and remembering when this happened, but also scary that we're getting old, Teko. Yeah, man. Not cool. Let's move on to the car of the week. Hyundai have just landed the largest, most luxurious SUV, the Palisade, and it's landed in South Africa. Sporting three rows of seats, some good old-fashioned American styling, and an astounding array of standard features, this mammoth SUV has already captured the imagination of those who are serious about glamorous road trips and prep schooling carpooling. It's slightly bigger than the recently refreshed Hyundai Santa Fe, and more lavishly appointed. You can choose between the seven and eight seater, depending on the size of your family. It's the closest size to a Toyota Land Cruiser 300, which is one of its many more expensive natural competitors, and also goes up against the Volvo XC90, the Audi Q7, the BMX5, the VW Caraval, and Touareg, as well as the Mercedes-Benz GLE and Land Rover Defender. It goes without saying that a car like the Palisade has a five-star safety rating from the authorities. Apart from the usual bells and whistles and seven airbags, safety equipment on the Palisade includes blind spot detection, rear cross-traffic alert, and rear occupant alert. Retailing at just under one million rand, which is not really that overpriced if you think about what you're getting. If you have a big family or you are a soccer mom. You see what I did there? Soccer mom. Mm -hmm. Soccer show, soccer puck. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I give it a nine out of ten. Absolute beast of a vehicle. Go check it out, guys. But if you want to afford a million bucks, we need a bit of motivation to get there, my man. Is it, yep. is it my is it my turn? Yes, sir. That's my turn. <laughs> right. Often people are so consumed with what they are missing, they become blind to how much they actually have. Mm -hmm. I think that's a biggie. I think I put it on Insta a, a few days ago, but um, mm -hmm. I think the, the the tip around this, how to get past this, is really to be grateful, to write down what you're grateful for every morning. And um, again, I said last week or two weeks ago, that's exactly what I do. Every morning I write 10 things that I'm grateful for, put it in my pocket. When I put my hand in my pocket to get my keys, I've got this piece of paper, and then all of a sudden I'm in a, an attitude of gratitude. So I'm going to leave you with that one to think about. Yeah, man. And that is how we wrap up episode 89 of The Car Wash. Whether you've been listening on SR Podcast at CZA, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Maki Kang 96.7 Game Time, thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Mr. Sean Roberts, and of course, the legend, Tekomedise. Thank you, sir. Thank you, my brother. And wow, we will see you man. same time, same place next week.
Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a slang and a car.